Hiya, Adventure Monster. Adventure Monster had brought the boys up to his mountain in a rush. He'd picked them up and whisked them away and stopped so fast that they almost lost their breath. When things finally stopped spinning around, they noticed that there was quite a group gathered beside the mountain. There were some of all of Adventure Monster's best friends. Giants, bats, owls, and all kinds of huge chipmunks and squirrels. But standing out from them all was a group of massive fruit dragons, the biggest of which was a sparkling purple and wore a crown made of grapevines. It was the king of the fruit dragons, and Maximus the good wizard was there too, talking quietly with the fruit dragon king. Everyone was talking quietly. Even the squirrels weren't running around like they usually did. So what's up? Levi asked Adventure Monster. Adventure Monster shook his head. Don't know yet. The owls say they're bringing something scary to show us all. The boys' eyes got big and they looked at each other. What could it be? I think it's a tiger, said Spencer. Even though tigers can be scary, he hoped it was one. Or maybe a giant tarantula, said Oliver. He loved bugs. Or a giant kitty cat, said Theo, hopefully. The other boys gave him strange looks, so he quickly added with long, sharp claws. I think it's a mean shark, said Knox. He still hadn't quite gotten over the scary-looking sharks in Adventure Monsters' pool, even though they'd turned out to be very friendly and helpful. No, no, said Levi. It's a giant mechanical robot that hates people and wants to turn us into zombies. The other boys laughed, and Levi did too. They were happy to laugh, considering how serious everyone else seemed. The others looked at them, wondering how they could do that under the circumstances, but they didn't know the circumstances. Suddenly, something big came between them and the sun, casting a huge shadow on those gathered below. They all looked up to see a big sheet coming down from the sky, a giant owl at each corner. The owl slowly guided the sheet to the ground and then turned and waddled away on their clawed feet. Everyone stared at the sheet, on top of which was a very large egg. It was about the size of a small car, and the shell was unlike any egg the boys had ever seen. It wasn't smooth like the chicken eggs at home. It was covered in deep ridges. It was sparkly, reflecting the sunlight almost like a quiet fireworks show. And it was hard to tell what color it was. At times it seemed white, then at other times different colors seemed to come through. Red, brown, green, blue, and purple. The egg was quite curious, but what everyone seemed to be even more curious about was what was going to come out of it. Whatever it was, it was going to be huge. They didn't have to wait long to find out. Loud pops and cracks announced that the egg was about to open. First, a huge claw broke through on one side, causing everyone on that side to back up several steps. Then another big crooked claw came through at the top. The claws began to push and tear at the shell of the egg. In just a few seconds, they all saw a newborn dragon lying on its back, squinting in the bright sunlight. Adventure Monster told the boys to stay put as he and a giant and the king of the fruit dragons slowly approached the newborn. When his eyes had adjusted to the light enough to make out these three large creatures coming toward him, the dragon flipped himself over onto his legs. They buckled a little at first, but then stiffened, and the young dragon proudly raised himself up onto them. He snorted as he evaluated the three that were slowly coming toward him. 
The fruit dragon king motioned for them to stop a safe distance away from the hatchling. He, of course, was an expert in dragon customs. The young dragon looked at the three of them and thrust his head in their direction, opening his mouth. Adventure Monster and the giant covered their faces with their arms, but all that came out from the young dragon's mouth was a puff of black smoke. It must be a fire dragon, said Oliver. The other boys nodded. Then the young dragon sucked in some air and turned toward the fruit dragon king. He shot a stream of air at him, but it wasn't even enough to move his crown. Or is he an air dragon, asked Levi. The boys shrugged. The young dragon scowled at his failures. Then he turned toward the giant and shot a stream of water out of his mouth and nose. It was barely enough to wash some of the dirt off of the giant's chest. He needs a bath anyway, laughed Spencer. So is he a water dragon, asked Theo. The terrible smell drifting downwind from the water seemed right for that to be the case. The fruit dragon king motioned to Adventure Monster and the giant, and the three of them took a few slow steps toward the hatchling. Now the hatchling looked frightened, so he began to dig a hole in the ground beneath him. He had almost buried himself when he hit rock. There was a ton of that all around the mountain. Realizing that he couldn't get away, he opened his mouth wide toward the three adventurers and let out a tremendous burp. The burp was so loud that it shook the trees behind the boys, and the boys all cringed and held their noses at the smell. That was a big earth dragon burp, said Knox, and all of his brothers and cousins agreed. Adventure Monster and his friends took a few more steps toward the young dragon. Now they were almost close enough for the giant to reach out his long arm and touch him. The hatchling began to make a growling noise, as if warning them to come no closer. They took another step, and the dragon whirled around and swung its spiny tail at them. He only barely missed taking out Adventure Monster's legs. Let's get back from him and talk a bit. The three came back to where the boys were standing along with Maximus, who had remained quiet the whole time. His arms were folded, and he seemed to be deep in thought. The giant was so big that it was scary to be around him even though they knew that he was friendly, especially to Adventure Monster and his friends. The Fruit Dragon King was just awesome. The boys were afraid they would say the wrong thing and offend him, even though they knew that he wouldn't hurt them either. He's a dragon, all right, said the giant. Adventure Monster and the Fruit Dragon King nodded. But what kind of dragon, asked the Fruit Dragon King. Every kind of dragon, Adventure Monster answered. The others nodded. It seems so said the fruit dragon king. The next question, said Adventure Monster, is whether he's good or evil. He seems mean, said Spencer. I mean, the way he acted when you three went to talk to him. Perhaps, replied the fruit dragon king, but his behavior could also be because he was afraid and didn't know us. Yeah, we are pretty big and intimidating, said the giant. Intimidating, Adventure Monster corrected him. Oh, yeah, incendiating, said the giant. I did notice something, said Oliver a little hesitantly. The other boys had noticed it, too. What was that, asked the Fruit Dragon King. Oliver was a little afraid to answer, but he knew he had to now. His eyes. Adventure Monster nodded. I saw it, too. Saw what, asked the Fruit Dragon King. Glowing green, said Knox. Not real strong, but it's there. The fruit dragon king nodded. Ah, yes, 
a sure sign of Jacobus' handiwork. The boys remembered that Jacobus was the evil wizard's real name. So why is he so different from all the other dragons, asked the adventure monster. Why is he the same as all of the other dragons, replied the fruit dragon king. The adventure monster looked puzzled. Yeah, he's like all of them put together, said Theo. He has all the colors and all the abilities, added Levi, although he's not really that good at any of them. Not yet, said the fruit dragon king, but he will be. Dragons are like little boys. They take some time to grow up and learn to use their abilities and talents. And when they grow up, they rarely use them for good, sighed Adventure Monster, shaking his furry head. The boys laughed when a, crowd of a cloud of dandruff flew up out of his head and into the air. When it came back down, each clump turned into what looked like a little dragonfly and jetted off. The giant laughed too. Always like that trick, he grunted. No time for tricks, I'm afraid, said the always serious fruit dragon king. I estimate we have a month to six weeks before his talents grow strong enough to do some major damage. That's the amount of time we have to decide what we're going to do with him. Do with him, asked Theo. Now he was worried. You're not going to hurt him, are you? Theo loved all animals and didn't want to see any of them get hurt. The fruit dragon king spoke kindly to him. Theo, I am happy that you care about all life, even dragons. Even many good creatures and people would be happy to see dragons disappear into stories and legends. But we know that evil dragons hurt other creatures, even people when they find them. And if this dragon has been made even more evil by Jacoba's sorcery, then we may save many lives if we do not let him live. The boys all hung their heads. As afraid as they were of the evil dragons, they couldn't help but love this little hatchling. He was clearly ornery, but cute, so cute. Not cuddly, mind you, but cute. Speaking of colors, said Adventure Monster after they'd all thought quietly for a bit, why do you think he gave him purple? No evil dragons are purple. Certainly not, agreed the Fruit Dragon King, standing up straighter than ever and stretching out his shiny purple neck. There must be some characteristic of the Fruit Dragons that he wanted this hatchling to have. Even the evil wizard must like tasty fruit, offered Knox. Everyone nodded. Or maybe he gave him the knowledge to grow poisoned or enchanted fruit to give the good guys, said Spencer. Adventure Monster nodded. You may be on to something there, Spencer. Guess we wouldn't know that until we saw what kind of fruit he'd grow. And we can't know that for at least a year, said the Fruit Dragon King. Much too long for us to wait if he truly is evil. But isn't, didn't the fruit dragons come from the evil wizard changing the hearts of two of the evil dragons, said, asked Levi. He was a little afraid to bring it up with the fruit dragon king standing right there. Thankfully, he didn't seem to be offended. That's right, he agreed. So maybe this dragon still has a chance to change and not be evil, said Levi more confidently. The fruit dragon king and adventure monster looked at each other and shrugged. Could be, said adventure monster. Theo suddenly stood up straight and smiled. And I think I know how. How, Theo? asked the adventure monster eagerly. He was like the boys. He sure didn't want to see the cute little dragon get locked up, or worse. He has the purple in him, said Theo. If the fruit dragons could take him home and teach him to be a fruit dragon, maybe they could help him let that part take over the other parts. 
Yeah, Oliver agreed excitedly. I know that being raised by good parents helps kids to grow up to be kind and loving. So maybe the good fruit dragons can help him see that purple is the best. The fruit dragon king seemed almost excited, although he rarely let it show through his regal bearing. Every intelligent creature does have a choice when confronted with good or bad magic, he said. A determined choice could indeed help him to overcome the evil magic that Jacobus has put in him. It seems like it's pretty weak right now, said Levi, since his eyes aren't all green. Yeah, agreed Oliver. The meanest creatures on the evil wizard's island had the greenest eyes. They were scary, whispered Spencer, shuddering. Will you do it? Adventure Monster asked the Fruit Dragon King. Let me consult with my people. The Fruit Dragon King flew over to the group of Fruit Dragons that he had brought with him. What do you think? Oliver asked the Adventure Monster. Will they do it? Adventure Monster nodded confidently. Yeah, they'll do it. They're noble creatures. They want to give everyone a chance to choose goodness over evilness. Evilness, said Spencer. You know what I mean, said Adventure Monster. A rush of wind told them the fruit dragon king had returned. He folded his great wings as he landed. We have agreed to help. He turned to Maximus, who seemed to have come out of his trance. But we will need Maximus to put him under a sleeping spell so that we can carry him back safely. Oh, yes, yes, Maximus eagerly agreed. I have been searching his mind and heart while you spoke with one another. I do believe he can be saved but it may be difficult at times. We are willing to face that possibility, the Free Dragon King assured him. Now, I have only one other concern. What's that, asking? What's that, asked the adventure monster? Jacobus rarely does things in a small way. It seems unusual that there would be only one of these new dragon eggs. That's true, said Maximus, really unlike him to do only one. Just then, the sky got dark again, even darker than before. They all look up, looked up to see dozens of owls flying down with sheets and dragon eggs just like the first one. Wait, said the fruit dragon king. The owls all hovered above them. He looked at Maximus, who immediately jumped up and ran toward the hatchling. The hatchling swung his tail at him and knocked his hat off and squirted him with smelly water. The boys laughed at the wizard's disgusted reaction. He raised his arms and spoke some words, and the dragon gently drifted off to sleep. The fruit dragon king nodded to two of his fruit dragon subjects. One of them quickly picked up the sleeping hatchling and gently laid him on his friend's back. The fruit dragon king turned back to the owls again. To our land, please, friends. We want to help them if we can. Hurry before they hatch. The owls took off toward the land of the fruit dragons, and the dragons took off and followed. For just a moment, the boys thought they were in a tornado from the heavy winds produced by the dragon's wings. But soon, they had sped off into the distance, and now they looked like little dragonflies, the ones that Adventure Monster's dander had turned into off in the distance. Theo looked up at Adventure Monster. Do you think they'll be able to save them, he asked. Adventure Monster smiled. If anyone can help a dragon be a good dragon, it's the fruit dragons. I think it'll work, Theo smiled. Well, boys, that was a big adventure, I think. How about a dip in the pool to celebrate before we take you home? The boys all jumped and cheered. They hadn't brought any swimsuits, but they knew that Adventure Monster could help them out there. They jumped on his back, and he took off toward the pool, not at his usual super speed, but more like just a normal fast cheetah. 
As they sped toward the pool, the boys looked back and saw the now tiny dots that were the fruit dragons disappear into the clouds in the distance. They sure hoped they would get to meet the multicolored hatchling again and that he would be nice like the fruit dragons. It could be fun to watch him shoot water and fire and air if he wasn't shooting it at them. They hoped that he and all of the other hatchlings would make the right choice and they were thankful that their moms and dads were helping them learn to make good choices too. And so was the adventure monster. Hello, Mr. Monster.